The Productive Woman, Episode 321. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thank you so much for joining me. This week we're talking about motivation. How do we get started and keep moving forward on the things we need and want to do? You'll find more information and links to some resources I mentioned in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 321. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. 2020 has already reshaped how we work and the year is almost over. Businesses around the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical and Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. And now Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. 73% of online job seekers in the United States visit Indeed each month, according to Comscore. So it's clear Indeed can help you get the quality hire you need. That's why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring. And right now, Indeed is offering the Productive Woman listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it faster. Try Indeed out with that free $75 credit at indeed.com slash TPW. This is their best offer that they're making available to anyone anywhere. So you can go right now to indeed.com slash TPW. And this offer is valid only through December 31st of 2020 and terms and conditions apply. So be sure and check it out soon. That's indeed.com slash TPW. Okay, so let's get into our topic this week. I have had several conversations lately in the last few weeks with women who find themselves struggling to stay on task, stay focused, and keep moving forward on the projects and goals that they have in front of them. The conversations have been interesting to me because sometimes I've been struggling with that as well. Having a hard time staying focused on the things I need to do, motivating myself to keep moving forward and sticking with the plan that I have in mind. Uh, one of the things that I've been working on this year, and I've, I've mentioned this recently, is trying to get healthier again, to lose some of the weight that I've gained over the last year and just get more fit and healthy. Well, 
that requires a certain amount of motivation for me to get up in the morning and go get on the treadmill, do the things I need to do there, and to continue eating the things that are healthy for me. I love me some chocolate. And so uh, sometimes I kind of lose my my will to um, stick with the healthier diet that I'm trying to stick with. That's just one example of, of something that people can have a hard time with. Sometimes we have a hard time, you know, just getting our work done, staying on track and moving forward on it. There are lots of reasons why that might happen, but I just thought it was a good time to be talking about what it takes to get started and keep moving forward on those projects and goals that are most important to us. And I really have been thinking a lot about motivation and it's an interesting word because it can be used a couple of different ways. So I I looked up motivation in the dictionary as I, I tend to do when I'm thinking about things like this. And one use of it, one definition is motivation is the reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. This addresses the question of why you're doing what you're doing. So that's one use of the term motivation, why we're doing what we're doing, good, bad, or indifferent, the motivation behind it. Why are you doing it? Another definition of the word motivation is the general desire or willingness of someone to do something. And this addresses the question of how much you want to do the thing you're doing, how much you want to do the thing you want to do. How motivated are you to keep moving forward, to keep taking action? One article I read said, motivation is a condition inside us that desires a change either in the self or the environment. And I thought that was really interesting. Motivation comes when our current situation, whether internal or external around us in our environment is uncomfortable enough that's when we become motivated to do something to change it. And that can apply across the board, whether it's our physical condition, a relationship we're in, the job we have, you know, whether we are or are not pursuing that goal that we had in mind of, you know, writing a book or creating some piece of art or looking for a new job, whatever it is, we become motivated to act when the desire within us, the situation that we are in either internally or externally is uncomfortable enough that will push us to change because our sort of normal human preference is status quo. We don't like change. It requires more effort to change than to keep doing what we're doing. And so something within us has to change some desire to change what's going on within us or around us uh, in order to be motivated to do something about it. And as I've sort of alluded to, there are two basic sources of motivation. That is the motivation, the reason that we have for acting, taking action. They're either extrinsic, that is they come from the outside or they're intrinsic. They come from the inside. So an extrinsic motivation might be a trophy or a promotion or the attention of one or more people. Those are external kinds of things that can motivate us to take action or, you know, and, and 
not acting is also action in a sense. If we are choosing not to do something, that is action as well in a sense. So a lot of us are pretty motivated externally or extrinsically. I know personally, I am very motivated to support and and meet other people's needs to not let other people down. And so I will push myself to do certain things for the sake of avoiding letting somebody else down that I might not do for myself. Whereas intrinsic or internal motivation is just something we do for the, the, the satisfaction of it. It's something within us that is driving it rather than something we might get from the external world. One writer explains that motivation has three components, activation, persistence, and intensity. And I thought this was really good. And I will link to these articles in the show notes. If this is something of interest to you, if you've been struggling to sort of be motivated to do the things that you need or want to do, uh, there's several really good articles that I found as I was uh, working on this episode. And and I will have links to those in the show notes. And I encourage you to check them out because there's a lot of good material there. So this particular article talks about those three components. And Quoting from the article, the writer says, activation involves the decision to initiate a behavior. Persistence is the continued effort toward a goal, even though obstacles may exist. And intensity can be seen in the concentration and vigor that goes into pursuing a goal. So according to this writer, those are the three components of motivation in the sense of what's driving us to act in a particular way and in the sense of what's the general desire or willingness to do something. And so activation, you know, to use my own example of, you know, wanting to lose some weight and get healthier. Activation involves, this writer says, the decision to initiate a behavior. And for me, what triggered that decision was a doctor appointment where I was advised not only of what my weight had gotten to, but that my cholesterol levels were, had risen to an unhealthy level. And so that triggered in me a decision to make a change in my behavior. And so that activated it. The next component of motivation is the persistence, that continued effort toward the goal even though obstacles may exist. So you can activate that decision. You can make a decision that I'm going to start eating better and I'm going to start working out, but you have to have persistence in order to keep going because obstacles will come up. You're going to be tired. You're going to be, you know, you don't like to sweat, whatever the the obstacles you're busy. And so finding time to work out is difficult. These obstacles come up whatever our goal might be. And motivation requires persistence to keep at it. And then intensity, according to this writer, is is seen in the concentration and vigor that goes into pursuing the goal. How hard are you willing to work at it? How motivated are you to really put the energy and the effort into pursuing this goal, whatever it might be? And so all of this can, can apply to any action, the pursuit of a goal, the completion of a task or a project, the development of a habit or the change of behavior, whether it's, uh, you know, something at work, something personal, anything 
any behavior in yourself that you want to change requires this, this sort of three part, three component motivation, the activation of that decision to change your behavior, to start a new behavior, persistence to keep going at it and intensity of how hard you're willing to work at it, how focused you're going to be on accomplishing it. So I, I thought those were interesting uh, thoughts about what motivation is, w- what we mean when we're talking about being motivated to do something or to change something or to pursue some activity. Why is it important? Well, motivation is what drives us to act and keep acting. One writer said, simply having the desire to accomplish something is not enough. Achieving a goal requires the ability to persist through obstacles and endurance to keep going in spite of difficulties. So how strong your motivation is, is going to determine whether you have that ability to persist through obstacles and that endurance to keep going even when it gets hard. So knowing what motivation is, is kind of only one of the, the first step, I guess, in a sense, uh, toward getting and staying motivated to accomplish the things that matter most to you. There are things that interfere with our motivation. And remember, I, I want us to keep in mind that that sort of two part definition, it's the reason you have for acting in a particular way and just the general desire or willingness to do something. There are things that can interfere with, with that desire to act. And I, I wanted to look at what some of those might be, uh, partly because I just thought with, as I said, these conversations that I've had with other people and my own experience this year with a lot of different things going on that have left me feeling kind of at, at, you know, ill at ease and, uh, unfocused and unmotivated and, you know, tempted to just go curl up on the couch under a blanket with a book and, and, and not do the things that I need to do. So there are things that get in the way of, uh, of our desire to keep going, to, to get started and to keep going on those goals, projects, tasks, whatever it is that we want to pursue. And in no particular order, just as I was thinking about what, what gets in the way of us feeling motivated to, to do the things we, we need and, and even the things we really, we want to do. And so the first one that came to mind is, is our health. Now, even people with health challenges, uh, you know, chronic illnesses or injuries or any of those sorts of things, even those people can be highly motivated to keep taking action in pursuit of their goals. But poor health is an obstacle toward accomplishing what matters most to us. And so if we are unhealthy, you know, if we've got a, whether it's a chronic illness, an injury or something like that, or it's just poor choices in, in what our health is, uh, that can interfere with our, our willingness, our energy, our ability to keep going. So choosing a healthy diet, for instance, can help us maintain the energy and the general sense of well-being that can help us press on and help us feel better physically and therefore mentally about taking whatever action it, it we need to take 
to pursue those goals that matter to us. Another thing that can interfere, certainly for me, I was thinking about this this week, is fatigue. You know, this is tied to health. If we're not eating well, if we're not getting enough rest, if we're not drinking enough water and just generally caring for our bodies so that we are fatigued and exhausted all the time, it's going to be hard to find motivation to do anything. You know, our bodies have limits and if we are not taking care of them or if things are interfering with our ability to sleep well, and this is something that I struggle with kind of on a a, a fairly regular basis. It's something I mentioned, I think a couple episodes ago that I'm still working on uh, trying to find ways to get more and better quality sleep. But whatever the reason is, if we are fatigued, it's going to be hard to feel very motivated to to do anything that takes energy or or even willpower, which requires energy. Now, I I do want to mention just as a side note to this, because we'll talk about some things we can do to address each of these. But one note, particularly for women, persistent fatigue like even if you're eating well and doing the things that you feel like you need to do to take care of your body, if you are persistently fatigued, that might have a physiological cause. Like for me, I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism, uh, you know, several years ago. And that one of the symptoms of that is just, just crushing fatigue. There are lots of autoimmune illnesses and things like that. So if you are persistently fatigued and exhausted, especially if you are eating well and doing the other things you need to do to take care of your body, then schedule a checkup with your healthcare provider just to make sure that that fatigue is not something that needs medical attention that can be, you know, fixed with, with some sort of medical intervention. So just, just kind of a side note there. Uh, another thing that can interfere with our motivation to act and keep acting is emotions. When we're experiencing strong emotions, especially strong negative emotions, such as fear or anger or those sorts of things, those emotions can distract us. They can make it harder for us to focus and they can sap the mental and physical energy it takes to persist in the action we need to take to accomplish our goals. We can lose motivation to act if we are in the throes of strong emotions. I think all of us have experienced that to one degree or another in this year, 2020, with the the COVID pandemic and the, you know, various things going on in different parts of the world, riots and natural disasters. And it's just been the most bizarre year. And one thing after another comes and we feel unsettled. Many of us, we feel worried, afraid, anxious, sometimes angry. All of those things can interfere with our motivation to start and keep working toward the goals that we've set for ourselves. Our motivation can be interfered with if we're not seeing progress. When it feels like we're not making progress on a goal, we can become discouraged. And you know, you start to feel like, well, what's the point? I'm, you know, I'm taking action. Nothing's happening. It's not progressing, whether that's a weight loss thing or a job search or, you know, anything like that. And sometimes this particular interference 
uh, is tied to unrealistic expectations. We expect or we want instant results. And when they don't come, we can be tempted to give up and we can lose our motivation. We can lose our, our ability to persist and keep going because it seems pointless. You know, no, it doesn't seem like anything's changing. We can be overwhelmed uh, and that can interfere with our motivation to keep going when either the project or goal itself seems too big or when all the things you have on your plate just add up to too much, it's very easy to lose motivation to take action. We, we kind of get paralyzed. We don't know where to start. So we, we don't start at all. Um, comparison can also interfere with our motivation to keep going. If we're comparing ourselves or our goals or even our perceived abilities to what other people are doing and accomplishing, we can get that same sense of discouragement of, I can't keep up, I can't measure up to what other people are doing. And that can really cause um, issues with our motivation to keep going. Kind of tied to that sometimes, or just in general, a lack of confidence can hamstring us when it comes to pursuing our goals. If we don't have a level of confidence in our ability to actually do the thing, it can be hard to feel very motivated to try. Nobody likes to fail. And we see failure as a, a commentary on our worth and our value as a human being. And we shouldn't, but, but some of us do. So if we feel like this thing we're supposed to be doing or that we want to do, if somewhere in the back of our mind, we're just not sure we really have it in us to do it, that can be a very big thing that undermines our motivation to keep trying. Similarly, perfectionism, kind of these things are all kind of tied there. Notice how they're all sort of internal kinds of things. If we expect perfection from our efforts and we can't achieve it because most of us can't, especially when you're first starting something new, it's, it can be very demotivating. And we, we, whether consciously or not, we hesitate, we find reasons not to get started. And, you know, we just lose the motivation to take that action. I think of back six years ago when I was wanting to, to launch this podcast, a lot of these things played into how long it took me to actually take the step and, and record and, and publish that first episode. I, had done all the prep work. I had taken a, an online course in how to do a podcast, how to launch it and all the technical pieces of it. I had all the, all the resources ready to go, but you know, deep, deep in, somewhere inside of me, I wasn't sure I could do it. I, I w feared that I would sound stupid or that people would think my idea was dumb or that I just couldn't do it well. And so that the comparison, the lack of confidence, the perfectionism, all of those things paralyzed me for a good six months before I finally reached that point. You know, you get that motivation, that um, desire for a change. When the situation you're in is so uncomfortable, then you suddenly become motivated to make a change. Uh, to get out of that uncomfortable situation. And I reached a point there in late June of, I think it was 2014, 
where the discomfort of not doing it overpowered the fear of doing it. And so that was the day I walked into my walk-in closet with my iPad and recorded that silly little five-minute introductory episode. That's what it took to motivate me to get started. And every week I have to find a new motivation or, you know, remind myself of what my motivation is to sit down and, and think of the ideas of what to talk about and outline the episode and sit down and record it. Um, and I, you know, I will say right now, you all are my motivation. You knowing that you're there and the, the emails that I get from you and the comments in the Facebook community, that's what motivates me and keeps me going. Knowing that you're there and that we are together, a community that are supporting each other. So anyway, those are a lot of the internal things that can interfere with our motivation to begin and to keep going when things get tough. There is maybe an external, I think you could count this as an external interference, and that might be a lack of support. When the people in your life don't support your goals or even actively discourage them, it can be very hard to keep going. And I've known women, you know, through the course of my life who had people in their lives who, who not only didn't support, wouldn't step up and maybe help or take part of the load so they would to buy them some time to pursue this thing that they wanted to do, but actively discouraged it. I remember uh, many years ago when I went back to college to finish my undergrad in, in preparation of going to law school, my husband was very supportive and kind of stepped up to encourage me to go and to do it and to help. He, you know, stepped into various roles in the house and helped with things there to give me the time to go to classes and to study. But I had a classmate, a, a woman who was a little bit younger than me, who, as we got to know each other, she, it turned out her husband left her because she went back to school because he didn't want to be married to someone who had more education than him. It's hard for me to imagine that even back then there are people, you know, spouses and, and partners that are like that, but that was her experience. If that's you, if you've got, maybe it's not that drastic, but if you don't feel like you have the support of the people in your life for Whatever your goal might be, whether it's phys, you know, your health or your career or some something you want to accomplish, it can be really hard to stay motivated to keep going without without the support and encouragement, especially of the people closest to you. So all of those are things that can get in our way when we are trying to pursue a project, a goal, a task, whatever it might be uh, that. These are things that can undermine our motivation to start, to keep going, and to pursue it to the outcome that we want. So what can we do to boost our motivation when we are feeling unmotivated, un, you know, uninterested, struggling to just get going or keep going? 
Well, there are lots of different things. I'm going to share a few things that came to my mind, and I would love to hear your ideas as well. Remember, you can comment on the show notes for this episode, which you'll find at theproductivewoman.com slash 321. There's a, a comment section there. Or if you're in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, we can talk about it there. But what what do you do to keep yourself motivated? I'm going to ask you that question again at the end. But here are a few things that I thought about that help me sometimes when my my desire to keep acting starts to lag a little bit. And some of them are may seem kind of silly, but they help me. One of them is to collect motivational quotes and put them where you'll see them daily. Even read them out loud. Sometimes if I'm really feeling kind of droopy and like, what's the point or whatever, there there are different quotes that I come across. I try to save them. I share some of them in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group. We have our kind of motivational Monday um, post that I try to put up every week with a quote of something that can encourage and motivate us, but collecting the thoughts of other people, things, whatever that inspires you and gets you fired up and gets you going, collect those, save them, put them in a notebook, put them on a post-it note and stick it where you'll see it on the mirror in the bathroom or on your computer screen or something. Looking to the ideas that other people have put out into the world can really help us. It's an issue of sort of directing our thoughts toward the positive instead of whatever's getting in our way. So that's one thing you can do. Second thing you can do is to create a plan. Sometimes we're unmotivated because we don't really have a a clear plan, a clear goal in mind, a clear outcome that we want, and we don't have a clear plan to get there. So sit down and, and really get a clear picture in your mind of the outcome that you want. What do you want to see uh, at the end of this, this, whatever this situation is that you're wanting to pursue the goal that you have in mind, the objective, the, what outcome do you want? Get a really clear picture in your mind of that outcome that you want, and then start thinking about how to get there. What obstacles are likely to come between you and that goal and what can you do to overcome them? Thinking that through ahead of time puts you way ahead of the game because when the obstacles come, you'll be ready with the tools you need to get past them. And so when I'm saying create a plan, I mean, write it down, have a, you know, if you're a bullet journaler or put it in there or, you know, save it in a file on your computer so that when you run into these obstacles, you've already done the thinking of, all right, I know this might come. How am I going to get around it? So whatever your situation is, think about that. What are the obstacles that can get in your way and really be creative. Think about everything that could go wrong, everything that could, uh, discourage you from moving forward, both those external obstacles and the internal ones. You know, so for me, maybe I I know that when I'm tired, I tend to just eat whatever's easiest to put in my mouth. And so knowing that I'll do that, 
I need to plan ahead so that I've got healthy options to do that. So I, I've, I've mentioned this in a recent episode where on the weekend when we go grocery shopping, I'll prep vegetables and fruit and stuff so that it's just as easy for me to grab a bowl of grapes or strawberries or something as it would be to grab a brownie or one of those kinds of things. So that's an example of something that might get in the way. Think about those obstacles. If I'm tired or sad, I, maybe I want to eat. Well, okay, what can I do instead of eating uh, to, to deal with those emotions? Journal or call a friend or, you know, just brainstorm solutions to each of those obstacles and have that written down somewhere so that when you run into them, you don't have to waste any brain power thinking them up. You just have to go look at what you wrote before and pick one. Another thing you can do to boost motivation is to remind yourself of your why. Why are you doing this? So this is the other piece of motivation, the reason why we do something. We can motivate ourselves by remembering what motivated us to get started. Uh, why are you doing this? And is your why strong enough to keep you going when things get tough or boring or you know challenging in some way? If you don't have a strong enough why, something that's meaningful to you, not something that was imposed on you by somebody else, it's going to be really, really hard to keep going. And honestly, if you sit down and have that conversation with yourself of why am I doing this? And you think, and you realize, you know, that I don't really like that reason. That's not a strong enough reason to do it to keep me going, then maybe you need to let it go and turn your attention and energy to something else that you do feel strongly about. Just a thought. Uh, if lack of confidence is sapping your motivation to take action or to keep trying, take some time to look back over your life at the things you've accomplished in the past. This is so important. We forget how much we've done in our lifetime, big and small things, obstacles we've overcome, goals we've gone after and achieved, whether it's finishing school or, you know, whatever it might be. If you have trouble identifying those things in your life, ask someone who knows you well and loves you. What have I, what have I accomplished in my life? What have, what have you seen me do and accomplished that I've set out to do? Or what obstacles have you seen me overcome? And, you know, make a list of those things. Give yourself credit for what you've done and recognize that the same skills, mindset, and determination that you helped you accomplish that goal or overcome that obstacle can be applied to your current goal as well. Um, one writer that I, in a really neat article that I read called eight reasons you lack motivation and how to fix it. And this will be linked in the show notes. Um, this writer, Liz Huber, I think is her name said in order to achieve big, bold goals, you need to upgrade your mindset with a new set of empowering beliefs that will get you the necessary confidence to take on your goals. And I just think that is so true. And the mindset shift can come in part when you stop for a moment and look back and realize, well, wait a minute, I did that thing and I did that thing and I overcame that obstacle and that kind of sucked, but I got through it. I can do this too. So giving yourself credit for those things is so important. 
Another thing we can do to uh, keep ourselves motivated, to, to boost our motivation is to find a goal buddy. Find someone maybe who's pursuing a similar type of goal or, um, you know, has something that they're doing and someone who you trust, who can hold you accountable and give you pep talks when you need them and that you can do the same for her. Finding support can make a huge difference. And if those who are closest to you are not supportive, then you know what? Let that go. Don't let that dissuade you. Just look elsewhere for the support you need. Maybe it's not your spouse who's going to cheer you on for this thing that you want to accomplish, but maybe you've got a friend who will. Or uh, you can join a group uh, in person or virtual of people who have similar goals because being around like-minded people can be very motivating. So if you want to write a book, find a writer's group that you can join of people who will cheer you on, encourage you, give you those pep talks, and, and who will allow you to do the same for them. That can make a huge difference. Sometimes we feel so alone and isolated in this thing we're struggling to accomplish, and that can be demotivating. So finding other people who are like-minded to support you can, can be a huge difference. Um, find a mastermind group to, to join that can accomplish the same thing. We've been having such a great time as I'm recording this, we're wrapping up the fall 2020 productive woman mastermind group. And it's just been so encouraging to me to see the women in this group support and encourage each other, find something like that to join. You can, you know, reach out to me. We'll be doing another mastermind group after the first of the year, if you want to join in or find a, a small group of people who to, to form your own mastermind group where you can meet, you know, virtually or in person once a week for, or once every other week to brainstorm solutions, to share ideas and encourage and hold each other accountable. That can be so motivating. And I encourage you to look into something like that. Uh, the next thing, of course, or th th that I thought about is simply to take a small step. Starting is the hardest part or restarting if you've, you know, kind of let things go and fallen off the wagon, so to speak. So take a small step, just something very small. Ease your way in or back in if you need, if you're wanting to get started again. So maybe instead of, um, I'm going to work out for an hour every day. I'm going to work out for 10 minutes, but I'm going to do it every single day because I'm starting to rebuild the habits that help me. Or I'll write one paragraph or one page or one sentence, but I'm going to do it every day. I'm going to spend 10 minutes a day sorting my tax documents or photos or, you know, whatever it is, the, you know, some clutter project that you want to deal with. Find the easiest way in, just take a very small step, but do it consistently and start to rebuild that habit or build that habit if you haven't had it in the first place. And gradually you can expand the amount of time you spend, but start small, um, that can help you feel very motivated. Uh, prepare your space. So clean your desk or your office or your workspace. Take an hour to get things back in order. If, if you're kind of demotivated because your workspace is 
crazy, you know, cluttered mess, just take an hour to kind of get things back in order. Maybe while you're doing that, play music that energizes you or a podcast that gets you cranked up. I like to go back to early episodes of Brooke Castillo's The Life Coach School podcast while I'm while I'm kind of reorganizing things and preparing my space because I find her her podcast episodes very encouraging and very motivating. They get me kind of psyched up and ready to go. So do that. Get get your space ready uh, so that you've got a comfortable, appealing place to work on whatever this thing is that you want to work on. Uh, if, if it's w- working out, if it's a, you know, physical fitness kind of thing, get yourself maybe a, a, a new pair of sweats or something or, you know, new a new workout outfit, um, just to kind of boost you a little bit. Definitely try to get outside and get some fresh air that can elevate your mood and give you that boost of energy you might need to just keep going. If not seeing progress has demotivated you, maybe you're trying to do too much at once because it's such a big project. So break that project or goal down into very small achievable steps, and then just start with one and keep going, checking those off. And the dopamine hit that comes from accomplishing that step can energize you enough to take the next step and the next and the one after that. So breaking it down into small pieces and then checking them off the list as you accomplish them, then you start to see you're making progress. Little bit of progress is still progress. It's better than no progress at all. So take those small steps. And finally, consider planning rewards for reaching those key milestones. That's part of the plan, I think, what I talked about earlier, where you sit down and you get a clear picture of the outcome or the result that you want. Think up all the potential obstacles that can come and get in your way and brainstorm ways to deal with them. Well, as part of that plan, plan for rewards for reaching those key milestones. And they don't have to be big, but just something you can look forward to. So those are some of the ideas. As I said, I'd love to hear your thoughts for how you keep yourself motivated to pursue the goals or complete the projects or tasks that are in front of you. Understanding what motivates us as individuals and developing ways to get and stay motivated, both are important. But before we go, there is another perspective worth considering though, and that is the interplay between motivation and discipline. We don't always simply wait till we feel like doing something. That's not what motivation is about. As one retired Top Gun fighter pilot puts it in a really great article uh, that I'll link to in the show notes, he said, in real life, when fear, fatigue, and doubt set in, no speech, and I would say no quote, no, you know, nothing else can provide the motivation you need to keep going. He says, the only thing you and your team can rely on is discipline. Discipline is what drives you to do the work you don't enjoy, but is required. Discipline conquers fear. Discipline keeps you going when your curiosity, motivation, and excitement evaporate. And I thought that was a really good point. In that same article, uh, Jim Rohn, who's kind of known for as a motivational kind of guy, 
is quoted as saying, if we don't make consistent self-discipline part of our daily lives, the results we seek will be sporadic and elusive. It takes discipline to conquer the nagging voices in our minds, the fear of failure, the fear of success, the fear of poverty, the fear of a broken heart. It takes discipline to keep trying when that nagging voice within us brings up the possibility of failure. And I just thought that was a really good point that we need to think about. When I'm talking about feeling motivated I or about motivating ourselves, I don't mean that we should always wait till we feel like going. Sometimes it's about discipline, developing discipline, those habits of doing the necessary, of resisting short-term temptations in favor of a long-term good, that discipline is key to keeping us going when we don't feel motivated. Achieving the meaningfully productive lives we want can motivate us to develop those habits, that discipline that can make all the difference in accomplishing what matters most to us. So those are my thoughts on that. As I said, I'd love to hear from you. How do you motivate yourself to develop the habits that keep you moving forward to accomplishing what matters most to you. I really would love to hear from you. You can share your thoughts on that or any questions you might have in the comment section of the show notes at theproductivewoman.com slash 321 or post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page or even better, if you are a woman who listens to this show and you are a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, um, share it there, post your thoughts there. Let's continue that conversation there. If you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, you always can email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. And I would love to hear from you. All right. I think that's it. If you're responsible for hiring for your company or business, remember to check out our sponsor Indeed and get that $75 credit to help boost your post and get it in front of more qualified candidates. You can do that. You can check it all out and sign up if it, if it seems right for you by visiting indeed.com slash TPW. Just remember that offer is good only through December 31st, 2020. And thank you so much to Indeed for supporting The Productive Woman. That is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. I am grateful to you for spending this time with me. I hope you found something in it that was helpful to you. I look forward to hearing from you and to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. <laughs>